This one I dedicate to my son Michael. The Catholic, the Catechism of the Catholic Church. One, the life of man to know and love God. God, infinitely perfect and blessed in himself in a plan of sheer goodness, freely created man to make him share in his own blessed life. For this reason, at every time and in every place, God draws close to man. He calls man to seek him, to know him, to love him with all his strength. He calls together all men scattered and divided by sin into the unity of his family, the church. To accomplish this, when the fullness of time had come, God sent his son as Redeemer and Savior. In his Son and through him, he invites men to become. In the Holy Spirit, his adopted children and thus heirs of his blessed life. So that this call should resound throughout the world, Christ sent forth the apostles he had chosen, commissioning them to proclaim the gospel, saying, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded. And lo, I am with you always to the close of the age. Matthew 28:19:20. Strengthened by this mission, the apostles quote, went forth and preached everywhere while the Lord worked with them and confirmed the message by the signs that attended it. Mark 16:20. Those who, with God's help, have welcomed Christ's call and freely responded to it are urged on by love of Christ to proclaim the good news everywhere in the world. This treasure received from the apostles have been faithfully guarded by their successors. All Christ's faithful are called to hand it on from generation to generation by professing the faith, by living it in fraternal sharing, and by celebrating it in liturgy, liturgy and prayer.
Acts 242. Prologue number two. Handing on the faith. Catechesis. Quite early on, the name catechesis was given to the totality of the church's efforts to make disciples, to help men believe that Jesus is the Son of God, is that believing they might have life in his name and to educate and instruct them in this life thus building up the body of Christ John Paul second apostolic exhortation exegesis I'm sorry catechesi tradende one and two Quote, catechism, catechesis, is an education in the faith of children, young people and adults, which includes especially the teaching of Christian doctrine imparted, generally speaking, in an organic and systematic way with a view to initiating the hearers into the fullness of Christian life. CT 18. While not being formally identified with them, catechesis is built on a certain number of elements of the church's pastoral mission which have a catechetical aspect that prepare for catechesis or spring from it. They are the initial proclamation of the gospel or missionary preaching to arouse faith. examination of the reasons for belief, experience of Christian living, celebration of the sacraments, integration into the ecclesial community, and apostolic and missionary witness. CT 18. Catechesis is ultimately cate catechesis 
is intimately bound up with the whole of the church's life. Not only her geographical extension and numerical increase, but even more, her inner growth and correspondence with God's plan depend essentially on catechesis. Periods of renewal in the church are also intense moments of catechesis. In the great era of the fathers of the church, saintly bishops devoted an important part of their ministry to catechesis. Since St. Cyril, C-Y-R-I-L, of Jerusalem and St. John Chrysostom, St. Ambrose, and St. Augustine, and many other fathers wrote catechetical works that remain models for us. The ministry of catechesis draws ever fresh energy from the councils. The Council of Trent is a noteworthy example of this. It gave catechesis priority in its constitutions and decrees. It lies at the origin of Roman Catechism, which is also known by the name of that council and which is a work of the first rank as a summary of Christian teaching. CD 12. The Council of Trent initiated a remarkable organization of the church's catechesis, thanks to the work of holy bishops and theologians such as St. Peter, Canisius, C-A-N-I-S-I-U-S, St. Charles, Borromeo, St. Terebius of Mongrovigio, or St. Robert Bellarmine. It occasioned the publication of numerous catechisms. It is therefore no surprise that catechesis in the church has again attracted attention in the wake of the Second Vatican Council, when Pope Paul VI considered the great catechism of modern times, namely the general catechetical directory, 1971. The sessions of the Synod of Bishops devoted 
to Evangelization, 1974. The Catechesis, 1977. The Apostolic Exhortations, Evangelii Nunciandi, N-U-N-T-I-A-N-D-I, 1975, and the Catechesi Tradende, 1979. Attest to this, all of these attest to this, the Extraordinary Synod of Bishops in 1985 asked that a catechism or compendium of all Catholic doctrine regarding both faith and morals be composed. I'm coming. One more sentence. Quote from Extraordinary Synod of Bishops, 1985, Final Report, Roman numeral 2B. The Holy Father, Pope John Paul II, made the Synod's wishes his own. Acknowledging that this desire wholly corresponds to a real need of the universal church, of the particular churches, and of the particular churches, as St. John Paul discoursed at the closing of the Extraordinary Synod of Bishops. He set in motion everything needed to carry out the Synod Father's wishes. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, today is 11-14-2022. Fortnite. We are getting ready for Thanksgiving, people. 10-day countdown. We are going to... Part three, life in Christ. We are going to read the Catechism of the Catholic Church a whole new way by skipping it. <laughs> I keep starting it, but I never finish it. So I'm just going to skip to part three, life in Christ. This is kind of like, you know, yeah, right? You got, you're not totally right. Okay. We're reading this from the U.S. CCB.org. That's the United States Catholic Bishops, Catholic Church Bishops Organization. Okay, right. The official of officials. Okay. And every verse is numbered. So great. We're starting at 169. One. Hello. Quote, Christian, recognize your dignity, and now that you share in God's own nature, do not return to your former base condition by sinning. Remember, who is your head, and of whose body you are a member? Never forget that you have been rescued 
from the power of darkness and brought into the light of the kingdom of God. Unquote. Footnote uno. Un. Un. 1692. The symbol of the faith, the symbol of the faith, confesses. The, you want a sign? Here's a symbol. The bing, of the faith confesses the greatness of God's gifts to man in his work of creation. And even more, in redemption and sanctification. What faith confesses, the sacraments communicate. By the sacraments of rebirth, Christians have become, quote, children of God. Unquote. John 1, 12, or 1 John 3, 1. Quote, partakers of the divine nature. 2 Peter 1, 4. Coming to see in the faith their new dignity, Christians are called to lead henceforth a life, quote, worthy of the gospel of Christ, unquote. Philippians 1.27. They are made capable of doing so by the grace of Christ and the gifts of his spirit, which they receive through the sacraments and through prayer. Oh, the first, very first paragraph was from St. Leo the Great's Sermon 21 in Natural Domine 3PL54192C. Okay. 169.3. Christ Jesus always did what was pleasing to the Father. John 8:29 and always lived in perfect communion with him likewise Christ's disciples are invited to live in the sight of the father quote, who sees in secret unquote. Matthews 6 6 in order to become, quote, perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Matthew 5, 48. One four, one sixty nine four. Incorporated into Christ by baptism. Christians are, quote, dead to sin. I drowned. And alive to God. He pulled me out of the water. In Jesus Christ. What's up, Peter? Unquote. And so, participate in the life 
of the risen Lord. Romans 6, 11, 6, 5, and Colossians 2, 12. following Christ and united with him. John 15, 5. Christ, Christians, can strive to be, quote, imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love. Ephesians 5.1 By conforming their thoughts, words, and actions to the, quote, mind which is yours in Christ Jesus. Philippians 2.5 And by following his example. One sixty nine five quote justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and in the spirit of our God one Corinthians six eleven sanctified and called to be saints, Christians have become the temple of the Holy Spirit. This spirit of the Son teaches them to pray to the Father. And having become their life, prompts them to act so as to bear the fruit of the Spirit. By charity and action, healing the wounds of sin. The Holy Spirit renews us internally through a spiritual transformation. He enlightens and strengthens us to live as children of light through all that is good and right and true. 1696 The way of Christ quote, leads to life. A contrary way leads to destruction. The gospel parable of the two ways remains ever-present in the catechesis of the church. It shows the importance of moral decisions for our salvation. There are two ways, the one of life and the other of death, but between the two, there is a great difference. 1697, catechesis has to reveal in all charity, the joy and the demands of the way of Christ. Catechesis for the newness of life in him should be 
one, a catechesis of the Holy Spirit. Two, a catechesis of grace. Three, a catechesis of beatitudes, of the beatitudes. Four, a catechesis of sin. And forgiveness. Five, a catechesis of the human virtues. Six, a catechesis of the Christian virtues. Seven, a catechesis of the twofold commandment. Of charity, and seven. Eight. An ecclesias. I'm sorry. I was just thinking of Mark Wahlberg. Wouldn't it be cool if he was listening to me like he did in the movie. Anyways, an ecclesiastical. Ecclesial catechesis. For it is through the manifold exchanges of quote spiritual goods in the quote communion of the saints unquote that Christian life can grow, develop, and be communicated. All right, let's review. That is all covered. And all eight of those points will be covered in one six nine seven. Let's go through them one by one. Catechesis has to reveal in all charity the joy and the demands of the way of Christ. Catechesis for the newness of life in Him should be one, a catechesis of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, the interior master of life, according to Christ, a gentle guest and friend, who inspires, who guides, who corrects, and strengthens this life. Two. A catechesis of grace, for it is by grace that we are saved, and again it is by grace that our works can bear fruit for eternal life. Three, a catechesis of the Beatitudes, for the way of Christ is summed up. In the Beatitudes, be Beatitudes, the only be be Beatitudes. Okay, stop. The only path that leads to the eternal Beatitude, for which the human heart longs. For, a catechesis of sin, and forgiveness. For unless man acknowledges that he is a sinner. You did something good. 
You know what you did? Yeah. He cannot know the truth about himself, which is a condition for acting justly. And without the offer of forgiveness, sorry, he would not be able to bear this truth. Five, a catechesis of the human virtues, human virtues which causes one to grasp the beauty and attraction of right dispositions towards goodness. Six, a catechesis of the Christian virtues. Christian virtues of faith, hope, and charity, generously inspired by the example of the saints. Seven. A catechesis of the twofold commandment of charity, set forth in the Decalogue, bookmark. Eight. An ecclesial catechesis, for it is through the manifold exchanges, manifold, of spiritual goods in the communion of saints, that Christian life can grow. Develop, and be communicated. Well, if that don't sum up the creed, I don't know what does. End of one six nine seven. We'll be right back. The decalogue's coming up. Nice. One six nine eight. The first and last point of reference of this catechesis will always be Jesus Christ Himself, who is the way, the truth, and the life. It is. By looking to him in faith, that Christ's faithful can hope that he himself fulfills his promises in them, and that by loving him with the same love with which he has loved them, they may perform works in keeping with their dignity. Last thought. I ask you to consider that our Lord Jesus Christ is 
your true head and that you are one of his members. He belongs to you as the head belongs to its members. And that is, his is yours. His spirit, his heart, his body is yours and soul is yours and all his faculties you must make use of all these as of your own to serve, praise, love, and glorify God. You belong to him as members belong to their head. And so he longs for you to use all that is in you as if it were his own, for the service and glory of the Father. For me, to live is Christ. End of introduction to part three, Life in Christ. Thank you for listening to Javine Grooving On Up. We will try to read the Catechism in whole, but for now we're just going to start here. We'll be right back with Section 1, Man's Vocation, Life in the Spirit. Number 1699, Body Like It's 19. I'm still waiting for... Here we go. Slow internet. Oh, you're still here. Section one. Man's vocation, life, in the spirit. 1699. Life in the Holy Spirit fulfills the vocation of man. Chapter 1. This life is made up of divine charity and human solidarity. Chapter 2. It is generously offered as salvation. Chapter 3. Let us begin. Chapter 1. The Dignity of the Human Person. 1700. The dignity of the human person is rooted in his creation in the image and likeness of God. Article 1. It is fulfilled in his vocation to divine beatitude. Article 2. It is essential to a human to a human being freely to direct himself 
to this fulfillment. Article three. By his deliberate actions. Article four. The human person does or does not conform to the good promised by by God. And attested by moral conscience. Article five. Human beings make their own contribution to their interior growth. They make their whole sentient and spiritual lives into means of this growth. Article six. And with the help of grace. They grow in virtue. Article seven: Avoid sin, and if they sin, they entrust themselves, as did the prodigal son, to the mercy of our Father in heaven. In Article eight: In this. Way. They attain to the perfection of charity. Article one. Man. The image of God. One seven o one. Christ, in the very revelation of the mystery of the Father, and of His love, makes man fully manifest to Himself, and brings to light His exalted vocation. It is in Christ, the image of the invisible God, that man has been created. In the image and likeness of the Creator, it is in Christ, Redeemer and Savior, that the divine image, disfigured in man by the first sin, has been restored to its original beauty, and enabled, ennobled. Ennobled by the grace of God. One seven o two, the divine image. Is present in every man. It shines forth in the communion of persons, in the likeness of the unity of the divine persons among themselves. Chapter two. Thirteen seventeen o three, endowed with a spiritual and. Immortal soul, the human person, 
is the only creature on earth that God has willed for his own sake. From this conception, he is destined for eternal beatitude. The human person participates in the light and power of the divine spirit. By this reason, he is capable of understanding the order of things established by the Creator. By free will, he is capable of directing himself toward his true good. He finds his perfection in seeking and loving what is true and good. By virtue of his soul and his spiritual powers of intellect and will, man is endowed with freedom, an outstanding manifestation of the divine image. By his reason, man recognizes the voice of God which urges him to do what is good and avoid what is evil. Everyone is obliged to follow this law, which makes itself heard in conscience and is fulfilled in the love of God and of neighbor. Be living a moral life bears witness to the dignity of the person. Man, enticed by the evil one, abused his freedom at the very beginning of history. He succumbed to temptation and did what was evil. He still desires the good, but his nature bears the wound of original sin. He is now inclined to evil and subject to error. A man is divided in himself. As a result, the whole life of men, both individual and social, shows itself to be a struggle, a dramatic one, between good and evil, between light and darkness. Seventeen o eight. By his passion, Christ delivered us from Satan and from sin. He merited for us the new life in the Holy Spirit. His grace restores what sin. Had damaged in us. 
1709, he who believes in Christ becomes a son of God. This filial adoption transforms him by giving him the ability to follow the example of Christ and makes him capable of acting rightly and doing good. Capable, like cap, like your head. You got your head on straight now? Okay, wait. In union with his Savior, the disciple attains the perfection of charity, which is holiness. Having matured in grace, the moral life blossoms into eternal life in the glory of heaven. He who believes in Christ becomes a son of God. All right, let's put all this in brief summary. 1710 to 1715, Christ. Christ makes man fully manifest to himself. Christ makes man fully manifest to man himself and brings the light his exalted vocation. Exalted. Genesis 22, 1. Or GS 2, 2, section 1. 1711. Endowed with a spiritual soul, with intellect and with free will, the human person is from his very conception ordered to God and destined for eternal beatitude. He persuades, he pursues, he pursues his perfection in seeking and loving what is true and good. GS 15, section 2. 1712, a man, in man, in man, true freedom is an outstanding manifestation of the divine image. True freedom is an outstanding manifestation of the divine image. In man, true freedom is an outstanding manifestation of the divine image in man. <laughs> 1713, GS17. Man is obliged to follow the moral law, which urges him to do what is good and avoid what is evil. I mean, really, do you have to be told? GS16. This law makes itself heard in his conscience. 1714. Man 
having been wounded in his nature by original sin, is subject to error and inclined to evil in exercising his freedom. 1715. He who believes in Christ has new life in the Holy Spirit. The moral life increased and brought to maturity in grace is to reach its fulfillment in the glory of heaven. End of Article 1Article 2. Our vocation to beatitude. One. The Beatitudes. 1716. The Beatitudes are at the heart of Jesus' preaching. They take up the promises made to the chosen people since Abraham. The Beatitudes fulfill the promises by ordering them no longer merely to the possession of a territory, but to the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when men revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven.
1717. The Beatitudes depict the countenance of Jesus Christ and portray His charity. They express the vocation of the faithful associated with the glory of His passion and resurrection. They shed light on the actions. And attitudes characteristic of the Christian life. They are the paradoxical promises that sustain hope in the midst of tribulations. Tribulations. They proclaim the blessings and rewards already declared. Already, what? Already secured, secured. However, dimly, for Christ's disciples, they have begun in the lives of the Virgin Mary and all the saints. Again, baby? Yes. Want to stitch up? No. Be careful. You okay? We're okay. Be careful, slow. Uh huh. Good boy. You did it. Toys, gone. Where? Right there. <laughs> it's right there. <laughs> what is it? Fire truck, honeycomb, ambulance, and then, yeah, and I, take a flight. Ambulance. 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 Where you go? <gasps> Where baby go? <laughs> Where baby go? Oh here. I don't see him. He's gone. He disappeared. Where are you, baby? Baby, where are you? <gasps> there you are. Oh, he disappeared again. He transported. Hi. I can't find him. He's in the bedroom. There you are. He keeps disappearing. He's in there. He turned into something. I don't see him anymore. He's gone again. Hey, be careful. Don't play like that. You're going to hurt yourself. I'm not going to play with you. You're going to run into that thing. It's going to be owie. That thing. That thing. That thing is going to make you owie. Okay? Be careful. 
I'm hungry. Is there anything to eat? <gasps> Chips. Chips. <gasps> How about jerky? I love <gasps> How about? Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. Chips. You want chips? Hey! Oh, too much stuff in here. Give it to me. Give me, Daddy. <laughs> All right, since you guys not saying anything, I'm going to read. tell you story okay you guys play and I say story okay. well, I'm too hungry right now to play all right you tell me a story I like your stories Go ahead. I know I know I know you like my story all the time when, when, This will not make a playground now. <laughs> Anyways, there was a prince with a crown. Her name is Mother Mary. And there was a man with a queen hat. His name is Jesus. And what happened is, I mean, the whole family got lost. The whole family got lost. There was um, Jesus' kid and Jesus' baby is gone. 
know why they're gone? Because they kissed a long time ago, and they, they have babies a long time ago, and now they're gone. The babies and the kid. The brother and sister. Why? Because the queen. The queen? Yeah. The um the queen said, Get G get G's baby and get the kid. And what happened is they were gone. The kid. Bethlehem. And Jesus and Mother Mary couldn't find the kids. Mother Mary and Jesus, they were the, they were queen, they were queen. And uh, the queen got really angry, so the queen asked them to get the kids and the baby. They were, um, and the kid and the like the kid. The brother and sister and the baby, um, brother and sister was giving, um, and the, um, the kids was giving all the food to the king. The, the kids was making everything for the queen. But what happened is the baby, um, the, um, the queen said, but the baby's sleep now, and, um, um, the persons like help them, and what happened is, um, Jesus couldn't. Um, uh, the um, the devil said, "You should do this, Jesus, because I saw him do everything to this person. Got all your persons. He did everything. Now kill the whole world from Jesus' life." And the devil said to the queen, do it. You should listen to me, the devil. The queen listened to him. And you want to be with the evil, evil. And Jesus want to be with Jesus. And what happened is Jesus found the, queen, the kids and the baby. The queen and the Jesus got, um... The queen's power would do this. And uh, Jesus got way powerful. And he had wings. White wings. And Mother Mary too. And what happened is... And what happened is... Jesus uh, got a big, big, big... Big power, and he do the to the queen and the mommy queen and the daddy queen. It was dead, and they were gone. Now Mother Mary and Jesus was the queen. Jesus was white. It was the Jesus was the queen. And what happened is, all um the kids. All the kids, Jesus kids, like baby kid, like brother kid, sister kid, those babies, and those kids, the whole family was flying the sky. And what happened is the whole family has a picnic. There was strawberry, there was watermelon, there was juice, 
very good. The end. upon a time there was Mother Mary and Jesus was having a picnic. Jesus and Mother Mary would, was riding a horse and one day the people said what's the day for this? I can't do this. I, I, I wonder I can have power from taking all of it. To the whole world, I will take the whole world from Jesus, all things, so I can be more powerful from Jesus. <laughs> it's gonna be fun for me. And what happened is, um, the queen said, "Hmm, I wonder I can have it, but I had to be powerful for this." Then. Yeah, because he's not one forever. I'm gonna kill him. and take all Jesus' babies and take all mommies like Mother Mary and the and um and and the devil said hmm and like I have Mother Mary and kids and babies hmm then that will make me powerful and that will make me I would tell them to make food and everything. And I'm gonna be more powerful. And now I'll get anything I want to ask Mother Mary or the babies or the kids to give me something. And the devil said, maybe I'll take Jesus' blood too. And water to be powerful. <laughs> I'll take the whole world today. And once what happened, Jesus um was um having a picnic with Mother Mary and they were flying in the sky. And what happened is um they were flying in the sky and they were walking the cat and on clouds, but they didn't kiss yet. They had to kiss one more time and they will have kids. And what happened is, hmm, the, and the queen said, hmm, 
maybe I can do this myself. Or not. How about I'll uh, how about take Jesus blood? And take Jesus water. And take the whole world to be powerful to make it hot water, hot things, and hot blood to make me powerful. And what happened is the queen wanted the thing and said, hmm, maybe I can ask my person to get Jesus. And what happened is the person and the, and the person said, what do you want? I can do something for you. The queen said, kill Jesus. Right now so I can be powerful. And you guys too. And what happened is, um, um, the person said, we can be powerful so we can kill Jesus. Yeah, we should listen to that one you. And what happened is, um, the person killed Jesus and uh, the um, Jesus was going all the way down so Jesus had picnic and all the persons saw Jesus and oh and, and the Jesus said oh no Jesus devil wanna take my kids and take my mother Mary and take my blood and water so I can't be powerful to kill you. And he fly to sky and he fly to the sky fast as can. And what happened is all the person dang it, we couldn't get him. And what happened is all the person asked the queen is we couldn't get them. They were disappeared this fast. And what happened is the queen said, Oh, I, I couldn't be powerful for you guys. And what happened is, hmm, maybe I can be powerful so I can cure them. I'll well, make potion to make me powerful then. Yeah, maybe we be powerful then. And he got very, 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 very powerful than Jesus. And what happened is Jesus was um, calling uh, the queen. And the queen said, come here now. And the Jesus and Mother Mary goes down. And what happened is... Um, Mother Mary and Jesus went down and went and Jesus, Mother and Mary. Um, Jesus and Mother Mary, what do you want from me? We go down already. So what do you want? And, and, uh, and, uh, what happened is the devil said, the queen said, Hmm, I'm going to take your blood and your kids and Mother Mary so it can be powerful. And the deer said, no, don't do that. I'm powerful. And Mother Mary got stuck in a potion. 
water was so big and Mother Mary couldn't get out in a bubble. Mother Mary was flying like this. And Mother Mary said, help. And what happened is she is, um, uh, the queen took Jesus' blood it, uh, um, and like, like Jesus said, give me your crown so I can be powerful today. If you give me your crown, I will have the blood and the water. And Jesus said, no, you can do that. I can, I cannot, you can't stop me. And Jesus got a little bit of power and he has no more. And he got a label like this. Like, it's like this. Look, it's like this. And he can't do it. There's no more. And and the devil said, give it to me. Okay, I'll give it to you. And the Jesus said, I'll give it to you. Here. And and the queen got really super have really super powerful and you take all um all Jesus person take all everything like the queens but every person like Jesus person and take Jesus babies and take Jesus kids and the whole world and G um, and Mother Mary was stuck in the bubble and the bubble was following the king and it was more powerful, but Jesus was said, Jesus, what should I do with this? And Jesus said, hmm, how about I'll give you wings? And a sword, a big, big sword is sharp, so you can kill him. And I'll give you the power. The Jesus have power now, and the, and the thing, you have more power blood and more water lots and he has more person to kill the whole world so Jesus is white the queen is not white Yay. so um so Jesus have a sword and he have a lot lot Yay. person so to Yay. kill the devil like um, the queen and what happened is Jesus got really powerful and got blood and the water. And he got a lot, a lot of power like mm. this. Mm. And Jesus more, more power than the devil. And what happened is Jesus go to the, um, the queen house. And what happened is, why do you here? You're not powerful. I am. I have wings. And he can fly. And the devil can fly. Like the unicorn. All body. And what happened is, Jesus got a big power um, thing and he shoot it to him. And he got and and, and the... The queen was not betting because he still have a little bit of power like this. A little bit of power. And what happened is, um, Jesus do this. He 
though the sword on is hot, and now the devil, and now the the queen is dead, and he he uh, take the the sword off, and he's hot, and he said, "I was white now. You're not white. I was help. I was trying to help you so you will be like me, and you didn't listen. So you're not." You're not like Jesus. And the devil said, I'm sorry, I can't do it. And the Jesus said, you're not white. I'm not going to let you do this to me. I know you're lying. And, G and the queen was, um, the devil and the queen was dead. He was not white anymore. He's dead now. Dead. And what happened is Jesus was white, and he was the queen now. He had the hat now, and he put it on him, and Jesus was white. The end. The whole family. And what happened is <coughs> Mother Mary and Jesus kissed together, and boom! The whole family's um, in the sky have babies and kids. The whole family. Mm, yay. The end. I love it. <clears throat> I know you like my story. Anyways. More? Mm, not really. I'll tell you later. Because I have to think about it. I know you want my story. Well, I know you want my story, but uh, I know you want my story, but I have to think about it so I can tell you. Okay. Sounds good. Okay, go play baby then. Yeah, watch with Alex. No, get it. that's Daddy's phone. You want to get yeah? Huh? Can I get Michael's phone? Okay. Come here, come here, I help you. Mm. Here, take this. Go, have fun. Okay. Got it? Got it? Okay, go. Hey, get it.
Catechism of the Catholic Church. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> Roman numerals number two. The desire for happiness. 1718. The desire for human, sorry, the desire for happiness. Yeah. The Beatitudes respond to the natural desire for happiness. This desire is the divine origin. God has placed it in the human heart in order to draw man to the capital O one who alone can fulfill it. We all want to live happily in the hu in the whole human race. There is no one who does not assent to this proposition, even before it is fully articulated. How is it then that I seek you, Lord? Since in seeking you, my God, I seek a happy life, let me seek you so that my soul may live, for my body draws life from my soul. And my soul draws life from you. God alone satisfies. Footnotes St. Augustine. De Moribus Ecclesiastes. St. Augustine Conf. Conference? Conference? Confession? St. Thomas Aquinas. Expose in Symbolicia Apostolis. Symbolum Apostolis, maybe. Cheers. And Matthew 5, 3. Okay, great. Last note, 19, sorry, 17, 19. The Beatitudes. Last note on Beatitudes before we move on. To man's freedom, Article 3. Oops. 
this on a PDF, you know what I'm saying? Okay, sorry. Last point before we move on to Christian beatitude. Okay. So there's a human beatitude, and then they're going to Christian beatitude. Body, soul. Soul, meet body. Body, meet soul. Body. Okay. 17, 19. The beatitudes reveal, revelations, the goal of human existence. Goal. The ultimate end of human acts. God calls us to his own beatitude. This vocation is addressed to each individual personally but also to the church as a whole. As a whole. The church as a whole, the new people made up of those who have accepted the promise to live from it in faith. Period. Ow. With Christian Beatitude. I did it! I do it! Stop! You want a blanket? What do you want? No. What do you want? No. You're bored, aren't you? What about your monster trucks? Where's your toys? I don't know. Go find them. Wanna find them? Where's your monster truck? No, 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 What? I think he's bored. <laughs> Why do you keep wanting to close the door on her? Huh? You tired? You sleepy now? Ready to go to sleep? No. Play some more? He wants to play in his tub some more. First, let's do it a warm shower. Roman numeral number three, the Christian Beatitude, or Christian Beatitude, okay. Just, no, don't flip the page yet. We're not ready for Article 3. 1720, the New Testament uses 
several expressions to characterize the beatitude to which God calls him, calls man. Ring, ring. Hello. What's up? This call is directed to man. Yeah, I'm here. What do you want? Please continue. Point number one. Dash. <clears throat> the coming of the kingdom of God. Dash. The vision of God. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Dash. Entering into the joy of the Lord. Dash. Entering into God's nest. There we shall rest and see. We shall see and love. We shall Love and praise. Behold, what will be at the end without end. For what other end do we have if not to reach the kingdom which has no end? Seventeen twenty one. God put us in the world to know, to love, and to serve Him, and so to come to paradise. Beatitude makes us partakers of the divine nature and of eternal life. With beatitude, man enters into the glory of Christ and into the joy of the Trinitarian life. Seventeen twenty-two. Such beatitude surpasses the understanding and powers of man. It comes from an eternally free gift of God. Hence, it is called supernatural. Supernatural, as the as is the grace that disposes man to enter into the divine joy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. It is true because 
of the greatness and inexpressible glory of God, that man shall not see me and live, for the Father cannot be grasped. But because of God's love and goodness toward us, And because he can do all things, he goes so far as to grant us, those who love him, the privilege of seeing him. For what is impossible for men <laughs> is possible for God. Saint Irenaeus Adheris Romans eight eighteen two Peters one four John seventeen three Augustine Saint Augustine De Civ twenty two Hebrews four seven Matthew twenty five twenty one Matthew five eight John two one Corinthians thirteen twelve and finally Matthew four seventeen. Okay, great. Enough. Stop. Shh! Too much noise. It's only seven o'clock in the morning. Seventeen twenty three. Shh, baby. All right, I'm going outside. It's too loud. Me too. The beatitude we are promised confronts us with decisive moral choices. It invites us to purify our hearts of bad instincts and to seek the love of God above all else. It teaches us that true happiness is not found in riches or well-being, in human fame or power. Or in any human achievement, however beneficial it may be, such as science, technology, and art. For indeed, in any creature, but in God alone, the source of every good and of all love. All bow down before wealth. Wealth is that to which the multitude of men pay an instinctive homage. They measure happiness by wealth, and by wealth they measure respectability. 
It is a homage resulting from a profound faith that with wealth he may do all things. Wealth is one idol of the day, and notoriety is a second. Notoriety, or the making of a noise in the world. It may be called newspaper fame, or 15 seconds of fame, has come to be considered a great good in itself. In a ground of veneration. Period and quote the end. That was from John Henry Cardinal Newman, entitled Saintliness, the Standard of Christian Principle. That was a subtitle. Sorry. Okay, hold on. Okay, stop. This is dangerous. No more. Let's go. Daddy's gonna yell. You want Daddy angry? You're gonna break it. Oh, fine. Just be gentle. <laughs> Don't hurt yourself. See? Give it to me. No. Don't owie yourself. Okay. Santa, 
or don't freak out. That's the only thing with the curtains in the way. There. Better? Where is it? I don't know. What does it look know. like? What color? I don't know. <laughs> Wait there, I don't know. You gonna spit it out? I don't know. No. All right, let's continue to read prayer intentions. Which makes me think I should go. Mommy, mommy. Pray, sing. No. Mommy, mommy. Yes, baby. <laughs> yes, baby. What you eating, <laughs> What you eating? No, baby. Potatoes. Yes, y'all. No, baby. <laughs> Praying St. Raphael for healing. All right, we'll be back. I'm going to borrow a little bit from Baromeo <laughs> since he wrote How to Read the Catechism of the Catholic Church. Quite early on, the name Catechism was given to the totality of the Church's efforts to make disciples, to help men believe that Jesus is the Son of God, so that believing they might have life in his name. And to educate and instruct them in this life, thus building up the body of Christ. Catechism is an education in the faith of children young children, young people, and adults, which includes especially the teaching of Christian doctrine imparted, generally speaking, in an organic and systematic way with a view to initiating the hearers into the fullness of Christian life. The cate this catechism aims at presenting an organic synthesis of the essential and fundamental contents of Catholic 
doctrine. As regards both faith and morals, in the light of the Second Vatican Council and the whole of the Church's tradition, its principal sources are the Sacred Scriptures. SS. <gasps> FC, the fathers of the church. The lit, are you liturgy? And the church's magisterium. Who should I see? M, CM. It is intended to serve, quote, as a point of reference for the catechisms or compendia, hello, buddy system, that are composed in the various countries. This catechism is conceived as an organic presentation of the Catholic faith in its entirety. It should be seen, therefore, as a unified whole. The texts of sacred scripture are often quoted, not quoted word for word, but are merely indicated by a reference. Parentheses, C, F, and parentheses. For a deeper understanding of such passages, the reader should refer to the scriptural texts themselves. Such biblical references are a valuable working tool in catechesis. The use of small print in certain passages, indicates observations of an historical or apologetic nature or supplementary doctrinal explanations. Quotations. The quotations, also in small print, plus print, are patristic, patristic. Liturgical, liturgical, magisterial, listen, or hagiographical sources, see, are intended to enrich the doctrinal presentations. Enrich. Ooh, that's so rich. It's like a cheesecake. Mm, I love cheesecake. These texts have often been chosen with a view to direct catechetical use. At the, at the end of each thematic unit, a series of brief texts in small italics sums up the essentials of the unit's teaching in condensed formula. Baby formula. These in brief, summaries, where it says in brief, are summaries, may suggest to local catechists brief summary formula that could be memorized. You want to memorize something? Here's a short version. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Last sentence. The online pages of the Catechism of the Catholic Church are broken up into logical units. Oh, one, oh. One, oh, one. Each 
containing the appropriate footnotes. Footy, this little piggy, related to the text therein. These footnotes are not hyperlinked, but should be easily accessible nonetheless. Okay. End of How to Read the Catechism of the Catholic Church. Great. Now, how do we use it? Knock you over the head. That's how you use it. How to use the Catechism of the Catholic Church. Numerous cross-references. Cross-training. Referring to other paragraphs that deal with the same theme. Allow the reader to view each theme in its relationship with the entirety of the faith. To make this online version more usable and readable, cross-references are also hyperlinked. Click here! Numbered paragraphs with a cross-reference are hyperlinked, hypertext, hypertext linked. Using the paragraph number un. Oh, that's what all those numbers are. I got really confused with all those numbers. We're not supposed to number stuff anyway, right? OT? Old Testament. Unnumbered paragraphs, normally titles, titles with a cross reference are hypertext linked using an asterisk symbol preceding the unnumbered paragraph. When clicked on, <laughs> a JavaScript applet will be executed opening a new window which displays the cross-reference paragraph number. Also note that the cross-reference paragraph numbers are presented chronologically, that is, the cross-reference numbers are provided in order that they should be referenced. Asterisks, underlined signals, and symbols. 1145, bold and underlined. A scriptural celebration is woven from the signs and signals in keeping with the divine pedagogy of salvation. Their meaning is rooted, rooted in the work of creation. In, <coughs> and in human culture. Specified by the events of the Old Covenant. Told you. O.C and fully revealed in the person and work of C. Christ. Two types of table of contents are provided for your convenience. A standard table of contents, which includes hyperlinks to the major sections of the online catechism, and a table of contents with num paragraph numbers to help you select the major section you need if you know the paragraph numbers for the information you seek. A cross-reference index can be reached through one of the table of contents listed above or directly using the alphabetical index. This index is internally linked with the index and externally linked into the catechism. Dum, dum, dum. Finally, to facilitate your navigation through the catechism, St. Charles Baramillo has provided a search utility. Search, search results return the paragraph which mattered your search criteria to fully develop the topic of interest click on the quick jump to jump into the kids easy see unquote 
link under that paragraph to bring you the appropriate section of the Catechism for full topical reading. If you know the paragraph number of the CCC you wish to read, just enter that number into the search text box. Copyright permission for posting of the English translation of the Catechism of the Catholic Church on the St. Charles Borromeo Catholic Church website was granted by the um, aim, administrazione del patrimonio della sede apostolica. Case number 130389. All right, to help me calm down, I am going to read everything we just read, but in Latin, part three. Catechismus, catechismus, catholicae, ecclesiae, pars quarta, oratio christiana, sexio secunda, oratio domonica, pater noster. Wait, this is 2803. This is way longer than I was the end of at. Hmm. Okay, sorry. Going backwards. Article 3. Which one? <laughs> Alright, I'll be back. Okay, I found it. Catechismus and Catholicae Ecclesiae, Pars Tertia, Vita in Cristo. One six nine one. Egnose, O Christiane, Dignitatem tua et Devine consors factus naturae. Noli in veterem, velitatem de geniri, conversatione recedere. Memento cuius capites et cuius sis corporis membrum. Remenesare quia irrectus de potestate tanabrarum. Traslatus este es in die lumen et regnum. Unquote. Footnote one. One six nine two. Symbolum fidei. Magnitudinem es profesum donorum quae Deus omini largitus es in sue creationis opere et erhac magis per redentionem et sanctificationem quad fides confitator sacramenta communicante 
cristiani per sacramenta que efficuent ut ipsi renascantor facti sunt. Quote, filii dei, unquote, un iom tres un. Devine consortes naturei. Cristiani, suam novam dignitatem fide ignocentes. Vocantur ut post hac digni Evangelio Christi conversentur per sacramenta et orationem gratiam Christi assipiunt et eius spiritus donna quae quae eos er ach efficient capesas one six nine three Christus Jesus semper facit id quad patri pracepat semper in perfecta communione vixit cum io Eodem modo, disipuli eius invintatur ed vivendum ante conspectum patris, qui vivet in abscondeto, ut perfecti, secut pater celistis perfectus est. Efexiantura Christiani Cristo per baptismum incorporati mortui sunt peccato viventes antem Deo in Cristo Gesù vitam sic resuscitate participantes Christum Sequentes i eque coniuncti cristiani conari possunt imitatores esse dei. Secut filii caresimi et ambulare in delectione suas cogitaciones. Sua verba, suasque, acciones, sic conformantes, ut hanc sentiant in se, qua et in Cristo Gesù, e isque sectentur exempla. Cristiani. One six five nine, justificati 
in nomine Domini Jesu Christi, et in spiritu Dei nostri, sanctificati et vocati sancti, templum spiritus sancti, sunt effecti, hic spiritus filii, eos patrem docet orare, et vita factus eorum, ios egiare facita, ut fructus spiritus faranta, pro actuosam caritatem, spiritus sanctus, peccati sananza vonara, nos spirituali transformazione renovata interius, Se nos eliminata et roboretta ut tanquam, tamquam, filii lucis. Vivamus in omni bonitate et justustia et sanctitate. 1696. Via Christi. Ducita et vita, contraria autem via, ducita et perditionem, evangelica duplicis viae, perabola in ecclesiae, catecisip semper manet presens, ipsa decessionem maralium momentum pro nostra salute significat. Due vie sunt, altera vite et altera mortis, sed multum interest in ter tuas vias. In catechisi apportet tota claritate gaudium et egecentias vie asteratere, astendere Christi. Catechisis de novitate vite in io in io erit. Carachises de Spiritu Sancto, Magistro interiore vite sacundum Christum, dolce, aspite et amico qui, hanc vitam inspirata, ducita, corrigita et robortata. Tu, carachises, de grazia, cuia grazia salvati sumus et etiam grazia possunt opra nostra fructum ferre in vitam eternum. Tri, carachises, de piatu 
denibus, piate tu denibus, quia Christi via sumatim, in piate tu denibus, comprehenditur unico in tinere, aitinere ed eternum felicitatem quam cor apitat apitit omnes for catechesis de peccato et venia quia homo quia homo quien se peccatorem agnoscat de ne se ipso conoscere ne quit veritatem quae ed giste oprendum est condesio etque quin ei offeretur venie venia hanc veritatem volerare naquiret five catechesis de humanis virtutibus Quae faciet ut potritudo et alectatio percipiantur rectarum et bonum disposionum, disposicionum. Six. Catechesis de Christianis virtutibus fidei. Pei et caritates, que sumo pare sanctorum inspirator exemplo. 7. Carecises de duplici caratates, precepto in decalogio, in decalago, lo decalogo explicato. 8. Carecisis ecclesialis, quia vita cristiana solum in multiplice bonarum spiritualium, commutatione in communione sanctorum, coming crescere, expandi et comunicari potest. Okay, we'll end right here and pick up at nine is it one nine one sixty nine eight. Bye bye. End of one sixty nine seven. Bye bye. Plan. Hello, today is one one two one two zero two two. Yeah. November twenty first, twenty twenty two. Let us continue with a brief summary. To summarize article one. In brief,
Oh, we did that already. Let's look at Article 2. Our vocation to beatitude. Roman numeral 1, the beatitudes. We read that. Roman number 2, the desire for happiness. We read that. And now we're on to number 3. Christian beatitude. 1720. The New Testament uses several expressions to characterize the beatitude to which God calls man. 1. The coming of the kingdom of God. Matthew 4:17. AKA number 2, the vision the vision of God. Quote, blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. Matthew 5, 8, 1 John 2, 1 Corinthians 13, 12. 2, a.k.a. entering into the joy of the Lord. Matthew 25, 21 to 23. And a.k.a. number 4, entering into God's rest. Quote, there we shall rest and see, we shall see and love, we shall love and praise. Behold, what will be at the end without end? For what other end do we have if not to reach the kingdom which has no end? St. Augustine, De Sive, D.A. 22.35, P.L. 41.804. Now we are picking up and continuing. 17.21. God puts us in the world to know, to love. God puts us in the world to know, to love and to serve him. And so, to come to paradise. Beatitudes. Beatitudes makes us, quote, partakers of the divine nature, unquote, and of eternal life. With be attitude, man enters into the glory of Christ. Romans 8.18 And into the joy of the Trinitarian life. 17.22 Such be attitude surpasses the understanding and powers of man. It comes from an entirely free gift of God. Hence, it is called supernatural, supernatural. As is the grace that disposes man to enter into the divine 
joy. To quote Saint Irenaeus in Avan Aedes, four twenty and five, or PG seven slash one, ten thirty four to ten thirty five. Here we go. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. It is true, because of the greatness and inexpressible glory of God that quote man may not see me and live, unquote, for the Father cannot be grasped like light. But because of God's love and goodness toward us like a warm sun, and because he can do all things that embraces us, he goes so far as to grant those whom he love the privilege of seeing him. For, quote, what is impossible for men, men, is possible for God. St. Irenaeus, Ev. At eight days, four twenty. Seventeen twenty three. The B attitude we are promised confronts us with decisive moral choices. Choices, choices. It invites us to purify our hearts of bad instincts and to seek the love of God above all else. It teaches us that true happiness is not found in riches or well-being, in human fame or power, or in any human achievement, however beneficial it may be such as science, technology, and art, or indeed in any creature, but in God alone. The source of every good and of all love. To quote John Henry Cardinal Newman in his saintliness, the standard of Christian principle, subtitle, in Discourses to Mixed Congregations, copyright London Longman's Green and Company, 1906, verse 89 and 90. Quote, here we go. All bow down before wealth. Wealth is that to which the multitude of men pay an instinctive homage. They measure happiness by wealth, and by wealth, they measure respectability. <laughs> it is a homage resulting from a profound faith that with wealth, he may do all things. Wealth is an idol of the day, and notoriety is a second 
notoriety or the making of a noise in the world. It may be called, quote, newspaper fame, extra, extra, unquote, has come to be considered a great good in itself in a ground of veneration. Thanks, John Henry, Cardinal Newman, 1724. Last paragraph, the Decalogue, the Sermon on the Mount, and the Apostolic, apostolic Catechesis describe for us the paths that lead to the kingdom of heaven. Sustained by the grace of the Holy Spirit, we tread them step by step, by everyday acts, by the working of the word of Christ. We slowly bear fruit on the church, in the church, to the glory of God. In brief, here it is, this whole article in brief, 1725, the Beatitudes take up and fulfill God's promises from Abraham by ordering them to the kingdom of heaven. They respond to the desire for happiness that God has placed in the human heart. 1726. The Beatitudes, be teach us the final end to which God calls us, namely the kingdom, the vision of God, participation in the divine nature, eternal life, filiation, rest in God. 1727. The B attitude of eternal life is a gratuitous gift of God. It is supernatural as is the grace that leads us there. 1728. The B attitudes confront us with decisive choices concerning earthly goods. They purify our hearts in order to teach us to love God above all things. I think that's the end of the brief. But here's a word. Imputability. Not I-N-I-M. Imputability and responsibility for an action can be diminished or even nullified by ignorance. In Advertence, duress, duress, fear, 
habit. Inordinate attachments. And other psychological or social factors. 1736. Every act directly willed is imputable to its author. Thus, the Lord asked Eve after the sin in the garden, quote, What is this that you have done? He asked Cain the same question. The prophet Nathan questioned David in the same way after he committed adultery with the wife of Uriah and had him murdered. An action can be indirectly voluntary when it results from negligence regarding something one should have known or done. It was an accident, are you sure? For example, an accident arising from ignorance of traffic laws. Mm-hmm. Would you learn how to drive? 1737. An effect can be tolerated without being willed by its agent. For instance, a mother's exhaustion from tending her sick child, praying for Tiffany, a bad effect is not imputable if it was not willed either as an end or as a means of an action. There you go. A death a person incurs in aiding someone in danger, let's say. For a bad effect to be imputable, it must be foreseeable, and the agent must have the possibility of avoiding it as in the case of manslaughter caused by a drunken driver. Think about it. Cross-reference 2263, okay. 1738, freedom, freedom. Praying for the lady who just saw, who said to me today, one of my customers, she was like, yes, I was just listening to Dr. Martin King's I Have a Dream. She was like, I just realized today that he wasn't saying, I had a dream. He's, I have a dream. It's hope. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell me more. But, you know, we're short on time. 1738. Praying for her. Freedom, I give her my number, is exercised in relationships between human beings. I said, let's go. Let's go meet up. I said, well, we can try Airbnb. What's up? For marketing purposes. They have these experience. It's not the Airbnb is not just for hotel rooms. They have Airbnb experience. Well, that was like four years ago. I don't know if it's still up, but if it is, let's go, people. Every human person meet up, created in the image of God, has the natural light right, has the natural right to be recognized right, as a free. Can you stand? And responsible being, being, all owe to each other its duty of respect. The right to 
the exercise of freedom, especially in moral and religious matters. It is no is an inalienable requirement requirement of the dignity of the human person. Personified, this right must be recognized and protected by civil authority within the limits of the common good and public order. D H two section seven. End of article one. We'll be back with Article 2, Human Freedom and the Economy of Salvation. Okay, wait. Article 2, Human Freedom in the Economy of Salvation. 1739. Freedom and sin. Man's freedom is limited and fallible. In fact, man failed. He freely sinned by refusing God's plan of love, God's plan of love. He deceived himself and became a slave to sin. This first alienation engendered a multitude of others. From its outset, human history attests the wretchedness and oppression born of the human heart in consequence of the abuse, in consequence of the abuse of freedom. 1740. Threats to freedom. The exercise of freedom does not imply a right to say or do everything. It is false to maintain that man, quote, the subject of this freedom, unquote, is, quote, an individual who is fully self-sufficient and whose finality is the satisfaction of his own interests in the enjoyment of earthly goods. Footnote 33. Moreover, the economic, social, political, and cultural conditions that are needed for a just exercise of freedom are too often disregarded or violated. Such situations of blindness and injustice incur the moral life in injure sorry such inst such situations of blindness and injustice injure the moral life and involve the strong as well as the weak in the temptation 
to sin against charity. By deviating from the moral law, man violates his own freedom, becomes imprisoned within himself, disrupts neighborly fellowship, and rebels against divine truth. Seventeen forty one Liberation and Salvation Liber Salva Libera Salva By his glorious cross Christ has won salvation for all men. He redeemed them from the sin that held them in bondage. For freedom, Christ has set us free. In him, we have communion with the truth that makes us free. The Holy Spirit has been given to us and as the, as the apostle teaches, the apostle teaches, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Already we glory in the liberty of the children of God. Seventeen forty two Freedom and Grace The grace of Christ is not in the slightest way a rival of our freedom. When this freedom accords with the sense of the truth and the good that God has put in the human heart. On the contrary, as Christian experience attests, especially in prayer, the more docile we are to the promptings of grace, the more we grow in inner freedom and confidence during trials such as those we face in the pressures and constraints of the outer world. By the working of grace, the Holy Spirit educates us in spiritual freedom in order to make us free collaborators in his work in the church and in the world. 's here from the omnipotence et misericords Deus universa nobis adversantia propitiatus exclude 
ut mante et corpore pariter expedita. Que tua sunt libares mentibus exeguamur. What does that mean? Almighty and merciful God, graciously keep from us all adversity so that, unhindered in mind and body alike, we may pursue in freedom of heart the things that are yours. Amen. In brief, let's summarize. 1743, quote, God willed that man should be left in the hand of his own counsel. Sirach 1514 so that he might, of his own accord, seek his creator and freely attain his full and blessed perfection by cleaving to him. G.S. 17, Section 1 In brief, 1744, freedom is the power to act or not to act, and so to perform deliberate acts of one's own, freedom attains perfection in its acts when directed toward God, the sovereign good. 14, 1745, praying for Tiffany. Freedom and Shante characterizes properly human acts. It makes the human being responsible for acts of which he has the voluntary, he is the voluntary agent. Freedom characterizes. The, his deliberate acts properly belong to him. To him. 1746. The imputability or responsibility for an action can be diminished or nullified by ignorance, duress, fear, and other psychological or social factors. Disclaimer. 1747. The right to the exercise of freedom, especially in religious and moral matters, bring abortions, is an inalienable requirement bring for Russia, bring for Mexico, of the dignity of man. But the exercise of freedom does not entail the putative right to say or do something, or, or do anything. Just anything. 
1748. For freedom, Christ has set us free. Galatians 5.1 End of Article 3 Freedom and Responsibility or Article 3, Man's Freedom Point 1, Freedom and Responsibility Part 2, Human Freedom in the Economy of Salvation In brief, we'll be back with Article 4 the morality of human acts. All right, 3.3. Today is what? December 4? Good enough. Yeah, December 4. Okay. Well, we'll go from 3.3 to 3.4 then. The Christian Beatitude, Roman numeral 3, page 428, verse 1720. The New Testament uses several expressions to characterize the Beatitude to which God calls man. One, expression number one. The coming of the kingdom of God characterizes the beatitude to which God calls man. The vision of God, quote, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Doesn't he want that for us? Yeah. Entering into the joy of the Lord. Destination? Home? Aren't you? Welcome home. Entering into God's rest. Come home and rest. 1721. God puts us in the world to know what? To love what? And to serve him. Him, Elohim. And so to come to paradise. Beatitude makes us, quote, partakers of the divine nature, unquote, and of eternal life. With Beatitude, man enters into the glory of Christ, and into the joy of the Trinitarian life. 1722, such beatitude surpasses the highest, surpasses the understanding and powers of man. It comes from an entirely free gift of God. Whence it is called supernatural, as 
is the grace that disposes man to enter into the divine joy. Let's listen to Saint Irenaeus, Advocatus. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. It is true, because of the greatness and inexpressible glory of God that, quote, man shall not see me and live, unquote. For the Father cannot be grasped because... <laughs> the light, right? It's like light. You, can't, you keep trying to grasp it. But because of God's love and goodness toward us, and because he can do all things, he goes so far as to grant those who love him the privilege of seeing him. Hello. Who has seen your daddy? Have you not seen your daddy? For, quote, what is impossible for men is possible for God. Yeah. Quote, and those whom he chooses to show. Unquote. Anyways, 1723. The beatitude we are promised confronts us with decisive moral choices. Thank you so much. Oh, that looks good. I can't, okay, just put it there for a second. Let me finish this and I'll, then I'll take it. Thank you. The beatitude we are, pro yeah, go ahead. Con promised confronts us with decisive moral choices. It invites us to purify our hearts of bad instincts and seek the love of God. Above all else, it teaches us that true happiness is not found in riches or well-being, in human fame or power, human power, or in any human achievement, however beneficial it might, it may be, such as science, technology, and art, or indeed in any creature, but in God alone, the source of every good and of all love. Let's hear from John Henry, Cardinal Newman. You want to be a new man? Listen up. This is a selection from St. Linus and, no, St. Linus, the standard of Christian principle in the section entitled Discourses to Mixed Congregations, London, Longsman, Green and Company, 1906, V8990. All right, let's hear. All bow down before wealth. Wealth is that to which the multitude of men pay an instinctive homage. They measure happiness by wealth, and by wealth they measure respectability. 
It is a homage resulting from a profound faith that with wealth he may do all things. <laughs> Mary Poppins, wealth is, an, is one idol of making of a noise in the world. It may be called newspaper fame. 15 minutes of fame. 15 seconds nowadays. Right? With like, what's that called? What's that app? Where you only get like 3 seconds, 15 seconds. Tick, tock. It's not even a talk. I mean, tick, tock, so it's one second. Okay, 15 seconds. Tick, tock, tick, tock, tick, tock, tick, tock, tick, tock, tick, tock, tick, tock. You're over. Done. Bing! It's worse than a psychologist's chair. Has become... Sorry, I Freudian slipped. Has become, has come to be considered a great wealth in itself and a ground of veneration. <laughs> Talk about me and my pictures. You venerate that George Washington more than I do. 1724. It's only a debt, people. Read the fine print. The Decalogue. The Sermon on the Mount, and the Apostolic Catechesis, right? The scribe for us, the paths that lead to the kingdom of heaven, sustained by the grace of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, that's a lot of them, Daddy says. So make sure you found the Holy One. Santos! We we, treat, we, we tread them, right? I tread on you. Step by step by every day X. Are you an actor? Are you? By the working of the word of Christ, we slowly bear fruit. Mmm, yummy, I love fruit. In the church, to the glory of God. You finished? Yeah. So let's summarize. In brief, four points, 17, 25, 26, 27, 28. Do four sit-ups. I usually listen to the Beatitudes. Take up and fulfill God's promises from Abraham by ordering them, right? Order of the mass. We're gonna we're gonna cover that next. That's my next episode. That was like my goal from the beginning to learn the order of the mass. The Beatitudes take up and fulfill God's promises from Abraham, right? Because we want the full the fulfillment of all desire. The Beatitudes take up, and I can't find a free version, so whatever. We're just sitting here journeying with the wisdom of the saints. The Beatitudes take, and Scott Hahn, the Beatitudes, take up and fulfill God's promises from Abraham. Remember God, Scott Hahn talked, taught us about type, typology. Anyways, yeah. From Abraham. By ordering them to the kingdom of heaven. It's kind of like when you take a ruler and you just, you know, push all those bottles and they just form a straight line. Praying for Tom. They respond 
to the desire for happiness that God has placed in the human heart. Oh, yeah. Seating. Ushers. 1726. The Beatitudes teach us the final end to which God calls us. Hello, you got to have a taxi where you want to go, right? You got to know where you want to go. The kingdom, or they'll just take you wherever they, right? Okay. Praying for Jamaican taxis drivers in Jamaica. Nassau. The vision of God partake the, the vision of God participation in the divine nature eternal life filiation rest in God. Seventeen twenty-seven. The beatitude of eternal life is a gracious tips. You want a tip? Here's a here's a gratuitous tip. Is a gratuitous gift of God. You get a servant. You're a waiter. You're waiting on me. You get a tip. It's called a gratuity. Read the fine print on that bill. Gratuitous gift of God. Right? He finished. He folded up his napkin. He's put it in the tomb. He said, hey, hello, I'm finished. Bye. Here's your tip. It is supernatural. That was a physical hymn. I'm going to show you the one you can't see. Invisible. Invisible. As the, as is the grace that leads us there. Right? It's an invisible light to an invisible place. Get it? Creator of visible and invisible things. Yeah? No? Can I see your soul? Can you see me? Have you seen me? No, but yeah, get right. Okay. 1728. The Beatitudes confront us with decisive choices. Sup? Concerning earthly goods. Mammon or God? Choose. It's like when I say to my kids all the time. When they throw a tantrum for something they can't have and that's not good for them or it's time to go home. And I'm like, well, you, you know what? You got to have, I, I can't convince you no other way. I'm just going to have to say, please choose mommy or that thing. Did it to all of y'all. <laughs> it's like, how do you make a kid? I can't beat him. I, ain't, I can't scream at him. I'm running out of choices here. <laughs> like, he just wants to do what he wants to do. What am I going to do? And he's going to scream his head off. It's like watching Balls Baby all day long. The Beatitudes confront us with the sights of choices concerning earthly goods. They purify our hearts in order to teach us to love God above all things. Can we? Please. Thank you. End of section. And page two, uh, 429. Okay. One of the parable of the sower. Matthew 13.3 as a reference. Great. Thanks. Bye. USCCB. Org. I'm sorry I cut our debriefing uh, short. There was one more point on the next page I did not see. So, before we go to start our next article, that was also the end of Article 2. Well, before we start Article 3, Man's Freedom, let's give one more point of this decisive choice of Beatitudes. Verse 1729, page 430. The beatitude of heaven. I'm picturing heaven. Uh-huh. 
I'm being and my attitude is, set the scene. Sets the standards. Standards, got it. Up my standards, up my standard, up yours. For discernment and the use of earthly goods in keeping with the law of God. It's so simple. So simple. Really? Define freedom. <laughs> yeah, that's one of daddy's favorites. Define freedom. All right, new article, people. Article 3, man's freedom. You got choices? Here's a freedom. Freedom to choose. 1730, it's a gift. Thank you. You're welcome. Freedom is the power, because you can always pause and not listen to me, rooted in reason and will, to act or not to act, to do this or that, and so to perform deliberate acts on one's own responsibility. By free will, one shapes one's life. Your clay. What's up? Uh, dreaming of uh, something I would ask Santa for. A spinning wheel. What's that called, Michael? What was that awesome app we used to play on the thing? I would love to do that in real life. That clay spinning wheel. Potter's wheel. Potter's wheel. Potter's wheel. <gasps> I would love to have a potter's wheel. That's on my wish list. All right. All right. I mean, who doesn't love the scene from Ghost? Whatever. By free will, one shapes one's own life. Human freedom is a force for growth and maturity in truth and goodness. It attains its perfection when directed toward God. I'm coming. Oh, man. Can you guys help me? Daddy's screwdriver's here somewhere. Can you find me? Okay, I'm coming. Okay, bye. Welcome to a reading of the Catholic Church Catechism, Article 3, Man's Freedom, verse 1730. God created man a rational being, conferring on him the dignity of a person who can initiate and control his own actions. God willed that man should be left in the hand of his own good, of his own counsel, not good, sorry, so that he might of his own accord seek his creator and freely attain his full and blessed perfection by cleaving to him. Man is rational and therefore 
like God. He is created with free will and is master over his acts. Roman number one. This section covers freedom and responsibility. 1731. Freedom is the power rooted in reason and will to act or not to act, to do this or that, and so to perform deliberate actions on one's own responsibility. By free will, one shapes one's own life. Human freedom is a force for growth and maturity in truth and goodness. It attains its perfection when directed toward God. Our be attitude. Seventeen thirty two. As long as freedom has not bound itself indefinitely to its ultimate good, which is God. There is all, there is the possibility of choosing between good and evil, and thus of growing in perfection or of failing and sinning. This freedom characterizes properly human acts, it is the basis of praise or blame. Merit or reproach. 1733. The more one does what is good, the freer one feels. I'm sorry. The more one does what is good, the freer one becomes. There is no true freedom except in the service. Of what is good and just. The choice to disobey and do evil is an abuse of freedom and leads to the slavery of sin. Seventeen thirty four. Freedom makes man responsible for his actions to the extent that they are voluntary. Progress in virtue, knowledge of the good, and assesses. 
enhance the mastery of the will over its acts. Seventeen thirty-five. Imputability. 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 And responsibility for an action can be diminished or even nullified by ignorance, inadvertence, duress, fear, habit, inordinate, inordinate attachments, and other psychological. Or social factors. Seventeen thirty-six. Every act directly willed is imputable to its author. Thus, the Lord. Asked Eve after the sin in the garden, "What is this that you have done?" He asked Cain the same question. The prophet Nathan questioned David in the same way, after he committed adultery. What with the wife of Uriah? And had him murdered. I'm sorry, I just did the very yes. Gotcha. Mormons are changing their stance on same-sex marriage, but not on relationships. Okay, all right. Newsflash. The prophet Nathan questioned David in the same way after he committed adultery with the wife of Uriah. Remember that, and had him murdered. An action can be indirectly voluntary when it results from negligence regarding something one should have known or done. For example, an accident arising from ignorance of traffic laws. Seventeen thirty-seven, an effect. Can be tolerated without being willed by its agent. For instance, a mother's exhaustion from tending her sick child. A bad effect is not imputable if it is not willed either as an end or as a means of an action. Ergo. A death a person incurs in aiding someone in danger, for example. For a bad effect to be imputable, it must be foreseeable, and the agent must have had must have the possibility of avoiding it, as in the case of manslaughter caused by a drunken driver. Seventeen thirty-eight. 
freedom is exercised in relationships between human beings. Boop, boop, cruising. Or do you kayaking? Hey. Right? You, you go on your yacht, you need some time in the water, you, you, right? It's modes of transport. What? Modes of transportation, what? Every human person, you know, you, you flow by and I wave. Created in the image of God has a natural right to be recognized as a free and responsible being. All owe to each other its duty of respect. The right to exercise of freedom, especially in moral and religious matters, it is an inalienable right requirement of the dignity, an inalienable requirement of the dignity of human, of the human person. This right must be recognized and protected by civil authority within the limits of the common good and public order. End of Section 1, Freedom and Responsibility in Article 3, Man's Freedom. Next. Article, uh, next section to come right up. Oh. Yeah. Baby, baby. My, no, my. Look. Yeah.